You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Well, if you look at it at a headline level, the market uh, was pretty listless today, but uh, it really wasn't about that. Uh, it was all about what the Fed said last week. And we've got a fine-sounding word for running with the herd. It's called momentum. And when the herd is running, those who buy what the herd is buying and sell what the herd is selling are trading momentum, which sounds so much more professional and highbrow than the noisy, dusty image of large mammals and their trading machines mindlessly running with the herd, which is what they're doing. And we also have a fine sounding phrase for anticipating where the herd is running it's called front running so when the herd is running into stocks those who buy stocks just ahead of the herd are front running the market when the federal reserve announces that it's going to make billionaires even wealthier with some new financial spew will those betting that stocks will never go down because the fed is our back off front running the fed makwe masilela cio of makwe fund managers and mta siliman of centio capital have your market view and makwe there are some remarkable assumptions at the heart of momentum and front running on display in this current market sell-off in response to the Fed rate talk last week. Yep. Good afternoon to you and to the listeners, definitely. And I think, you know, it will take a very brief investor to bet against the central bank, especially the likes of the U.S. Fed and the European Central Bank. And as we've seen that what happened since the Wednesday announcement that the guys might be moving their interest rate hike is not that we anticipated. And it was also made worse on Friday when one of them that listened is not even going to be looking at 2023, probably 2022. But we saw sanity returning into the market after that volatile week that was caused by the Fed itself. And as we've seen that the gap between the short date and long-term bond yield is busy narrowing. And that itself, Michael, is a sign that investors are turning away from bears that benefit from a sustained rise in inflation. And also in the lookout when it comes to the appearances of the several Fed Reserve officials, including the one of the U.S. Fed chairman tomorrow. And I think it's more a question of closely watching to get some guidance when it comes to this whole thing of tapering. And also also, what is more of concern, there was a survey that indicated that the central bank policy error is the third biggest risk to the market, and that's obviously behind the likes of higher than expected inflation and bond yield, and also the new variants to the coronavirus that might bypass COVID-19 vaccines. And oil prices, we've seen that they've been heating up and I think underpinned by that strong demand during the summer driving season. And also that pause when it comes to the talks to revive that Iran nuclear mm-hmm. deal. And the drop in U.S. Treasury yields and a pause in the dollar rally, it least managed to lift the gold price. Now, MTS, against that backdrop and within all of that, and the more I think about last week's uh, FOMC, um, I, the more I think perhaps the market was overreacting here because surely rising inflation and ultimately the need to deal with this via rising interest rates has to be almost everyone's base case after all the money printing that we've seen. So why the big shock? Yeah, thanks, uh, Michael. I think the market was initially surprised at the rate hikes being brought forward. But, you know, ultimately this is on the back of stronger growth, um, the reopening of economies as developed markets have been vaccinating their population at a rapid rate. And we've seen that countries that are vaccinated to a large extent, economic activity has rebounded quite significantly. So one would expect, you know, we're coming off a very low base in terms of inflation due to the lockdowns last year. 
and that's normalizing to some extent. But then we're also getting this pent-up demand, which is coming back, and you know, the market is trying to uh, sort of assess whether this is transitory or is, is, is permanent. And so far, it looks like the Fed is going to win this, this race, and the market is looking through the inflationary spike and assuming that it's going to be transitory. But, you know, it, it's not untoward um, and unwarranted to, to expect high inflation as mm. uh, demand picks up. And I think higher inflation, let's face it, it is a good thing. Imagine if we're sitting here, Makwe, talking about deflation. After all the money printing we've seen, after all the interventions we've seen by central banks and record low interest rates and, and trying to stimulate demand here, there and everywhere. Imagine after all of that, we were still talking about no signs of inflation and deflation stalking the markets. Well, then I don't know what we do in response. So it, it is, to me, uh, something of a normalization. But Makwe, I actually want to move on uh, before you to respond to that point to NASPAS, the other big story in the markets today and uh, the the results that we saw um, uh, and sending NASPAS down a third of a percent, process up 1.2 percent and we did see a lot of growth uh, in in uh, in process which houses most of the e-commerce businesses now but it is it does look like the market is uh, you know as we build up to this transaction that was announced in May voting here with its uh, with its RAND saying that they prefer process to NASPAS. Definitely they do, and as we've seen, and as we've seen, even others don't even like the whole story of trying to, what uh, 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 call it, protest announcing that voluntary share exchange, they you know, offer to acquire 45.4% of NASPA shares. But listen, we hope that maybe this is a way of trying to unlock value. We still have to see they've tried it before it didn't work, and also to reduce this outsized way on uh, uh, on the JC of NASPA. Probably it will take it to 16 but I think NASPAS, as we've seen, it's not surprising to come with this telling results. But you are right. The people are thinking that probably uh, what you call this one, NASPAS uh, process should be a better play. But you look at their PE, I mean, a PE of 24 when it comes to the likes of process and NP, uh, what you call it, NASPAS at 19, dividend yield of 0.1% for process and 0.2% for uh, NASPAS, people still believe that NASPAS, for the fact that they still have a sufficient, uh, what do you call it, e-commerce business, and you've seen they've turned the corners, though they've not yet started making profit, but the Tencent's continue to be a star performer when it comes to process. Where do you sit here, MTS, in this whole debate as we, we lead into this deal? And I, I think the market's still um, not entirely happy with this, unless it is the next step in a multi-step proce uh, process to unlock value for, for process shareholders. Uh, yeah. Where do you stand on it? Yeah, Michael, uh, you know, we as Central Wineup were part of the consortium that wrote a, a, a letter to um, process management with regards to the deal. And, you know, it, it just adds more complexity to the already complicated structure between NASPAS and process. And I don't think that discount, you know, whether it's 40 or 50 percent uh, relative to the underlying investments of, of the holdings will ever be closed if one increases the complexity. And if you look at the ratio of what process is intending to buy NASPAS at, um, NASPAS trades at a deeper discounted process, so it, 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 it's essentially not compensating you for that deep discount. So as Central Capital, we, we against the whole structure. Um, 
and, and you know we're against more complexity in in a really complex situation yeah i tend to agree with you there mc as uh, as a shareholder just give me direct access to tencent unbundle it and uh, and show me what you're worth show me your metal in finding uh, the next tencent with your food delivery and your other e-commerce strategies mtr Suleiman of centio capital and makwe masilela of makwe fund managers with your view from the market